Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, the Modler is with us as well. And the Statsman joins us tonight as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 NRL and AFL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program to the Pope. Thanks very much for having me, Mug. There's been some famous media fights over at Tom and AFL. Corns and Walker, Kosh and Maguire. Now we've got the Mug and Caro. Going after Caro on Twitter today, just really taking on the big guns. There's uh, no stopping you, Mug, when, you, when you've got passion for, for a subject, you go after the big guns. Well, I think she was a bit in the wrong there, Pope. I, I actually quite enjoyed that from the coach, uh, getting down there on the sidelines and getting passionate with his team and showing a bit of uh, a bit of his character. And and even if it's put on, like um, I don't think that really matters. I think what he's doing is um, is showing his team, his new team and his new supporters that he cares and that he's one of them. And I think it's very smart coaching. So uh I think Kara's a bit off the pace there. Might be a good opportunity now to bring in the stats man and perhaps get his view on that one. Well, I'm glad of his uh, second cab off the rank. Usually it comes to me last, so must be moving up in the world at the expense of the modeler. Um, but now it's good to be back. Wouldn't miss this for the world. And uh, and stats man, your little take on 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 uh, Clarko on the sideline? Yeah. Uh... I, like, I had no issues with it. Um, I've seen a bit of the blow-up, but I actually didn't hear what Caro said, so I'm a little bit in the dark there to uh, to comment on the uh, the, the media stash that's now taking place. Uh, no, she was just going on about saying how that she thought it was a, a bad look for the game and a bad look for Clarkson, and I don't know. It was a bit, bit strange, I thought, but anyway, never mind. Good to have you with us, Statsman. Of course, we leave the best for last. We'll go to the modeler. That's good to be here. Uh, Mug, you mentioned at the top of the potty always that uh, people are here for betting advice. We might have to start um, listening for negotiation advice because we've been able to get the, the stats man down. He's famously aloof. So you've done some uh, good work behind the behind the scenes. Might have been a few brown paper bags getting passed around, I think. Yeah, we, we've been trying to get him for the last few weeks and he's been shouldering arms, but we finally got him. We just nagged away a bit of Glenn McGrath, line and length, and uh, and we finally got the edge. So uh, it's good to have him in here. And I know he's going to have a few uh, a few interesting uh, tidbits for the uh, for the listeners. So. Absence uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, Mug. That's, that's my philosophy. Yeah, very good. Um, all right, boys. Um, quick recap of the weekend's action before uh, before we start talking um, some bad beats, and uh, we might get Statsman's view when we get into the AFL just around how he sees the season so far. But uh, Modler, I think uh, I think it was pretty good stuff over in the NRL. But uh, mate, tell us all about it. Yeah, it was good in the NRL. Uh, kicked it off on the Thursday with Para getting up and got mm. points over uh, Penrith. I think. 315-ish. Yeah. Uh, was to be had on, on Paris, so good win there. Uh, then I think the next one I had, I'm pretty sure we spoke to it, was the Bulldogs uh, over the Warriors. They looked good early on. They were up eight points early on, but um, just got chinned, uh, chinned at the end there. Depending on the line you took, you might have been able to chop out. I think it was a site two at some books available. Uh, and then the big one for the weekend was the Knights over the Raiders. Mm. Uh, had them... Uh, even money and in the 275, good win to be had there. 
And then uh, I'm not sure if we spoke to Cronulla or St. George or not, but um, yeah, Cronulla as well. And then a couple in the uh, footy, again, on the Thursday pies, uh, sorry, pies, Blues over Geelong, good win there. Um, had a smallish bet on the Ds over Brisbane, uh, but just, yeah, never near it in the end. Uh, and similar with the Doggies over St. Kilda. And then finally, I think we spoke to Bombers over the Gold Coast. Hopefully we did, but uh, yeah, if not, We'll scrub that one from the yeah. potty when it gets uploaded. All right, mate. So um, so maybe a little bit of hit and miss in the AFL, but definitely a good set uh, in the NRL for you, Modler. So really well done, mate, over there. That was uh, – and it's a big price winner. So you were 315 and, and 275, I think, with the Knights. Um, so, mate, really, uh, really solid action over there. Uh, yourself, Pope? Oh, you're on mute again, Pope. Don't tell me we've got this again. <laughs> I think we might have some. I'll, I might. Uh, I'll jump into uh, into the AFL recap, and uh, we'll see if we can't get Pope back on the line. Technical difficulties at the Pope's house. The uh, uh, the, the midway headphone change is a really bold move, too. It's, yeah. it's backfired. Yeah, it certainly has. Um, over in the AFL mod, I was. Um, I said keep the powder dry on Geelong, but then I I did tweet out that I was taking those guys head to head. Didn't get it. I uh, thought they probably had their chances, but. Uh, Carlton probably a bit too good on the night and um, Geelong, they've got a bit of work to do in that midfield, but I still think the Cats, uh, they'll they'll come good, uh, but they're just not quite there at the moment. And uh, we'll speak to that a little bit later on. Um, I was quite uh, keen on Richmond and uh, they saluted um, against the Crows there. They looked a bit dicey there in the last quarter for a little bit, but then uh, put the foot back down and, uh, and pulled away. I was obviously very keen on Fremantle, um, but um, but we couldn't. Uh, <laughs> geez, they were. I said I'd go down with the ship, uh, Modler, and uh, fair to say I went down with the ship there. So um, I, I was like, this, this is this is it. My ratings say this. I'm prepared to give them one more go, but uh, that's it. I've gone down with the ship and I've sunk on uh, on the Dockers. So uh, they're off my Christmas card list. Um, so I got that. Got a bit of uh, got a bit of heckle on Twitter too over my bet on uh, on Frio as well. Jeez, that North supporter. He he had that. A message primed, ready to go as soon as the siren went. I reckon Ted to get into me. I was like, "Fair go, pal. Jeez, you're allowed to miss one every now and again, aren't you?" Um, and uh, what else did I have, Modler? I oh the Saints. So we we were with this. I was with the Saints. I was opposed uh, to you there, Modler. And um, and then I think was that about it for me? North Saints. Yeah, the four games. So two and two, unfortunately, there for uh, for me, Modler for the for the listeners. Um, I said I'd have a market watch on West Coast and Giants, but I, I never never reported uh, any action there. So, um, so that one that was it. Two and two for me. Pope, have we got you back? Bucks, can you hear me, Bucks? I can hear you, Bucks. <laughs> Come in. Uh, a little bit rattled here. Technology shouldn't give you this much anxiety, Mug. But I think the question was last week uh, had Parramatta yes. in the first game, slight lane there, so I won't take too much credit. Then I like Storm. I tipped up the alternates on the pod. Didn't come to fruition. They they covered the line, but didn't go on for the big win I anticipated. Like the Broncos and Dolphins were very good value in that one. Um, and they covered that 11 and a half relatively comfortably. And then Newcastle was the final one and head-to-head in line there, which uh, as Modler touched on, they got up at the big price of 275-ish. Excellent, mate. So a good set for you over in the NRL. And I know, Statsman, we we didn't uh, have you on um, last week, but uh, how have you been faring this year and uh, how's your punting going so far? 
Uh, no comment for <laughs> for the Lions last week, but no, uh, it's been it's been all right. Um, probably the player props area has been going well. Uh, core markets, I've missed a couple that, <clears throat> that the modeler was on last week, uh, and I think round one I sort of broke even. So yeah, sort of hit and miss on AFL so far. Okay, and uh, and mate, how are you seeing things? Um... Uh, you know, just in general, and how's that stacking up against some of your views um, just three weeks ago? And 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 how do you see the markets, perhaps, you know, some some prem markets and, and some different things like that as it stands at the moment? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I spoke about the outrights is somewhere I really like to play in sort of throughout the season. And I thought uh, it would be good to do a quick recap. So I think in the, in the sort of pre-season uh, episode, I said that Collingwood, I thought, would drop off. Obviously, for two weeks in, that's not looking um, too flash. But I still think that they're pretty overrated on on what they've put out. I think Port at the G can be anything. Collingwood were pretty impressive. But, you know, I'm not going to look too strongly into that. And Geelong aren't going great. So they've won two games, which is good. And they're, they're playing pretty well. But for me, looking at the, um, you know, flag favoritism now outright, um, 550 at toppy. It's very short for for a very young team with you know some some pretty obvious weaknesses. So, can they maintain this level all season? And is this level even as good as it looks? I'm I'm not convinced. Um, which kind of brings you on to the next line, which is sort of you got your Melbourne and Geelong. Geelong zero and two. We know that they're a quality team, but they're aging, and you know it's a long way back from zero and two. It is a longer season, but um, still pretty short. I think. Yeah, I still really like the D's. I think um, you know you can forgive them against Brisbane with Gorn going down very early. Um, and then from there, like, you know, you've got Brisbane, Sydney, Carlton, Richmond, all pretty even. I still like the Tigers. I think they've been, yeah. Okay. They've, they've been, they've been impressive in their two games. I think Carlton's going to be right up there. And I think, um, against Adelaide, you know, like there was, there was a bad quarter in there, but I I actually think Adelaide, and this is an angle I wanted to take is I I think they're playing some pretty good footy in patches and they just haven't put it together yet. Like they should have been. 50 points up against the Giants and they came back from 50 down against the Tigers. So, you know, when it is, and maybe it's this week, like Port probably, are they going that well? It's hard to say. Port have got a good history in the showdown, so it's tough. But um, yeah, I think Adelaide's an angle that will will be there soon. I think they're playing really well and it just hasn't quite clicked for four quarters yet. Um, and yeah, so it's, pr- it's pr- pretty wide open, I think, still. Um, a lot of those positions that we took in the in the preseason haven't really changed. So it's, um, yeah, it's very up in the air, which, which is exciting for, for footy. And Statsman, where are you betting right now? So in, in from an outright perspective, is there something, um, you know, post this weekend that you've pressed the button on a few things? If I, if I wasn't already invested, it, it would still be Richmond for me. Like I, yeah, I think, as I said, they've, they've played a good team and, and drew and then, it's hard to say too much from the Adelaide game, but I don't think beating them by, I think it was five goals in the end at home is going to be an easy thing to do this year. And they're going to get players back or, or fitter. So um, yeah, I think the Tigers, I would be backing in the outright at the current, current prices. Like I said, I think Collingwood's too short. I'm not you know, going to lay them at $6 for this long, but that means there's value elsewhere, which, which for me is probably Richmond, but also Melbourne would be the other argument I'd make. I still think their team when they get it sort of all together is as good as anyone's. Yep. Okay. All right. Stats Ben, thank you uh, for that. Um, boys, did we see any bad beats on the weekend? Modler, I'll go to you first. Uh, hopefully not spending on Sunday coming up, but obviously the, was it the Friday night? I can't remember what day it was now, but the um, the Lions game with the uh, the power going out, if you happen to be on them for 40 plus, um, you know, you would have been, 
quite comfortable uh, going going into that stoppage. And then, um, yeah, as we all know, when the uh, match resumed, you know, the D's just got a big role and reminiscent of their, I guess, grand final from a couple of years back. I just couldn't stop scoring. Whether the uh, sort of lines went a bit Bruce free then and put the cue in their rackets, yeah, uh, could have been a bit of that. But, um, yeah, you probably feel a bit aggrieved if you're on 40-plus. And I guess, as I mentioned on Twitter, you mug uh, probably lucky with the head-to-head. Didn't end up being a bad beat either. <laughs> Yeah, it was would looked a bit uh, looked a bit dicey there for a little. Uh, young Rosa, uh, Rory Kilpatrick, who's a, a very keen young budding modeler himself, uh, has just uh, tweeted in, or tweeted in to say anyone have Brissy forty plus. Uh, so that was uh, maybe a bit stiff, but yeah, if you're definitely on some of those other ones, fifteen plus or, or twenty four and a half or something, you'd be. Geez, you'd be a bit sick about that because that looked home for all money. Um, we had uh, a couple of others here, boys, that have uh, uh, tweeted in. We've got Craig Sherwin, and he says, this is the old brother's friend sort of stuff. But uh, right, oh, Craig, we know it was you, mate. That's okay. We're, th- we're a caring, sharing lot. <laughs> um, four games, uh, four legs, same game multi, $30. And we're talking odds of $1,001. Uh, so we're right up there. This is a big one. He's got Ben Hunt to score a try, a Breton Nicora uh, for Cronulla to score a try. He's got Ronaldo Mullitalo to score two tries. So these have all got up. Three legs have got up. Then for an unknown reason, he's got a, a I don't know, a combined market in a same game multi, uh, which is unusual behavior. Uh, so the minus five Cronulla into the under 42 and a half and uh, Cronulla's smashed him in the end. Um, but the total's gone 40 to eight. I think it is modeler. And uh, I think there was some try action pretty late there. So he's probably not too far away from the number. They've put a try on late to basically bust his total. And, um, and he had $30 on that for a, uh, a $30,000 collect. So I'd say you could probably say that was a bad beat. Bad luck there, uh, Craig Sherwin. Um, I think we've got one more here. Um, oh, that's Daniel Zanik, who's a uh, long friend of the program, a, a long-time listener. And uh, I can see Trendbetter, who's uh, actually just liked this one as well. And shout out to the Trendbetter. Puts up a lot of content for the uh, for the listeners, and he's always happy to share. So thank you, mate. Uh, but Daniel Zanik, Martin got subbed on 14. And then he had Bolton in the other same game, multi to uh, to score a goal. He already had Dusty to score a goal, and uh, Martin subbed on fourteen. Bolton kicks the last goal of the game, so just watches his uh, little same game go up in flames there, courtesy of the subbing. And Joel's picks, uh, who's a WA lad who also puts um, he does a little subscription himself and puts a lot of content up on Twitter. So shout out to Joel. Um, Melbourne Storm team total over twenty five and a half versus West Tigers at eighty. Amy. 22 at half time and end up on 24 Pope. Is that a bad beat? Uh, yeah, probably, probably mug. I think, I think we'll sneak it in there, but um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't win bad beat of the year. Put it that way. No. Okay. But uh, we can have that in there. Oh, and we've got one more here, boys from JC, which is at jab. Um, he's got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a seven legger. Uh, just disposals uh, around the, well, no, he's got some goals in there as well. Oscar Allen, uh, anytime goal scorer. Toby Green to score two goals. Liam Ryan, anytime. Stephen Canelio, 25. Dom Sheed to get 20. Shannon Hearn to get 20. But poor old uh, Liam Duggan needed 15 disposals. And of course, he was on 14 
And then his number come up for the last five minute rotation. So a little bit of bad luck there for uh, for poor old JC because Duggan was stranded on 14. So uh, a bit of bad luck there for uh, for JC. But as the stats man alluded to, if you've got <laughs> five or six guys in your uh, in your same game, there's going to be a strong chance that potentially once someone's getting rested for that last five minutes. So you're always uh, maybe going to feel a bit stiff on, on some of those ones. Um, but there's the bad beats uh, to round it out for the weekend, fellas. Guys, a bit of uh, chit-chat already. Are we ready to talk some games? Let's do it, Mug. All righty. Well, uh, Pope, do you want to serve up some AFL? And uh, maybe myself and Statsman can uh, wax a bit lyrical here. And, uh, of course, we'll throw to the modeler for uh, for his angle as well. Lovely. Thursday night at Marvel, Western Bulldogs, the under-pump, under-the-pump Western Bulldogs, 13.5-point uh, outsiders, $2.54 head-to-head, and the Brisbane Lions are $1.48. Opened up a little bit bigger than this, Pope. Opened up at 15 and a half. Uh, I, I really wanted to be uh, with Brisbane, and it's still I still want to be with Brisbane, but um, that 15 and a half, that's a, that's a big chunk above my number. So if I was betting at all here, Pope, I'd have to be with the doggies. I'm not saying I'm going to be with the doggies, but, uh, but you could only be with the dogs here as far as I'm concerned at that price. Stats, man? Yeah, in agreement and, and very similar take. Like it's hard. It's hard to back the dogs now, but that's that's punting as well. That you know they're not they're not going to go the season and win four or five games. Like at some point they probably play better, and uh, we saw in round one Brisbane away from home, um, maybe not as good as they could be. So yeah, uh, I'd be with the dogs. I'm still undecided if I'll pull the trigger, but but yep. leaning that way as well. And interestingly enough, you know, and I spoke to Tristan about this in the preseason. You know, he said he'll he'll they'll they'll be a bit more aggressive on protecting um, some sides um, in terms of the way they post their lines. And if you have a look at the way they've got them on toppy at the moment, they got that thirteen and a half at a dollar eighty one for the dogs. Um, so they're clearly trying to protect that 13 and a half and trying to encourage the punters to get on the other side because, you know, I think most people would agree that Toppy's guys are, are pretty sharp. You know, they're probably some of the sharpest in, in the caper and um, and they obviously see it the same way as us and uh, and they're trying to protect protect that angle. Um, over to you, Modler. Yeah, I'm a bit the same as uh, both you guys. I've got a slight lean at the Bulldogs. I've got them 236 at the moment with no... Huge player movement, likely Gardner and Coleman in for the teams respectively. Um, but uh, yeah, probably enough for a half stake for me, but not overly excited. So I think we're all saying the doggies, but everyone's a bit uh, gun shy, I think, on the doggies. Is that fair to say? It's about right, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, what have we got next, Pope? We've got the uh, much anticipated clash mug. We've got Pies v Tigers at the G Friday night. Pies are minus 13 half point favourites as well. Slightly juiced at dollar eighty. They are dollar forty seven, and the tiggers are two dollars sixty. This opened up at minus eight and a half, and uh, on Sunday night, Pope, I didn't have enough fingers or enough betting accounts to get enough money that I wanted on this. Um, the eight and a half, I thought, was unbelievable. I, I, I actually still think, you know, you could probably bet this up to about. 14 or so i think i know this is very much flying in the stats man's face because he loves the tigers um but uh no broad no short i, I already have big question marks on the tigers defense uh, already i think brought out of that team the pie's going uh really good um 
I'm all over the I'm all over the uh, the pies here, mate. I, I wouldn't be coming in too hot now with a with a with a big bet at uh, at the price the way it stands now. But I think you still can bet it. Um, but uh, I was very keen uh, early on, Pope. Lovely. Uh, we'll go second up with you, Modler, for this one. Yeah, I've got the model right on the pies price here at dollar forty-seven. So I've taken yeah broad, short, and hopper out. Um, I've left Dusty in at the moment, but if there's a chance uh, he comes out, then um, there would be an edge on the pies for me. Um, but it's probably a wait and see for me for Thursday. That's me. Yes, there's like I do like Richmond for the season. There is some concern with this game with the outs and and the sort of the language around the outs that it's almost like give everyone a rest this week and, and get them right for the following week. You know, if Dusty's not right, Hopper's not right, Short's not right. Um, yeah, like there's it, just a little bit of that language that worries me. In saying that, like it just feels like a game to me that's going to be tight. I don't think I could be backing um, the Pies minus. Like I just think, you know, yeah, it, even round one against Geelong, like they ran over them late, but it was pretty close throughout. And I think it'll be a similar game to that. So um, I was thinking the Tigers until, you know, all those outs were sort of confirmed. And now I'm probably um, probably thinking stay out. Yep, very good. Um, the other one there too that I might just talk to quickly, uh, Statsman, that total, and and I, I, everyone's been getting a bit excited on the um, on the Pies totals because they're just, you know, they're scoring 100-plus points themselves comfortably for the first um, two rounds. And, um, you know, some people couldn't get enough money down fast enough. But I think we're about, uh, I don't think Toppy's actually got theirs up, but in other markets, I think we're up to about 181. Um, how do you see that? I've got a, I've got a feel, I've, you know, I've got an opinion on it. But how do, you, how do you see that one? Um, yeah, I probably haven't looked into it a lot to be honest. I know, like Richmond Carlton in round one was a very dour game. Um, I'll speak about that a bit later coming into the Carlton matchup. But I do, um, I, I don't know. I suppose Richmond can go one of two ways. So, yeah, I don't have the numbers to to sort of have a strong opinion either way. But it is a pretty high number. Yeah, I mean that that's and again, uh, Stetsman, I haven't run the numbers either, but. Geez, 180, um, you know, on a Friday night, potentially a little bit of um, moisture around. And um, it doesn't take much in a game, you know, to to unsettle a, a, a total of 180. Um, and I know some people would argue back the other way and say modern footy mug, you know, you can put five goals on in five minutes. But, geez, 100. I, I was even trying to think, Statsman, like 180. And I think I actually saw some 181 earlier today uh, up there. Um like it wouldn't be too often MCG game we get 181 up as a number, would it? No, just generally that number is pretty rare these days. So um, yeah, it is very high. So uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't have a strong opinion, but you'd be struggling to back the overs. Yeah, I, I couldn't come into it myself. Um, did we go to the modeler on this game? We better check in. Uh, the prize game. Yeah, I've got I've got the prize right on the market. Dollar forty-seven. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, Pope. Is the Pope? He's gone. He's not at off, has he? Is he still there, the Pope? I think he's gone for a cup of tea. Oh, he's reconnecting back in on another profile. It's all happening. We've lost another Pope. That's two for the year. <laughs> Pope, are you with us, Pope? Oh, we'll just uh, we'll just wait till Pope sorts out his technical difficulties. We'll uh, we'll roll straight on stats, man. Next game we've got um, Hawthorne. Uh, what are we? Two. two 
2.45 down at uh, Utah's Stadium. So the boys will be keen to get back down there. North Melbourne Kangaroos, the all-conquering North Melbourne Kangaroos, $1.50. And uh, we got a 10.5 line. Statsman talks some sense to me because that is a massive line. Yeah, Mitchell v. Clarkson. Um, it's it's a big game, which you know normally it would be a, a pretty boring game if you looked at these teams last year, but it's got a bit of spice to it now. I... You look at form and, you know, the Hawks have been belted twice and North are two and zip. So, like, ten and a half to me, I don't know. Is it that big a number? Like, North are, you know, a bit more advanced in their um, cohesive sort of team unit. Um, Clarkson at the helm. Oh, sorry. That's Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, Clarkson at the helm. I was thinking, geez, no, that's Hawthorne. But I uh, <laughs> got my wires crossed for a sec there. But, yeah, I think... Um, I'm personally just neutral on this one. I'm keen to watch it, but I'm not having a bet. Modler. Yeah, I've got a decent enough edge to the Hawks here. I've got them about 210. So was it 245? You mentioned Mug. It's, it's uh, yeah, definitely enough for me to, to get excited about. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Hawks bounce back. They've, they've had a couple of uh, buildings so far. Um, but yeah, as, as far as the model's concerned, it's, it's still still on board at the moment. Yeah, and my numbers uh, have pretty much got this market flipped. Um, but um, in terms of the line, you know, so I've got I've got Hawks about a ten point favorite. But that, but that is just because my ratings are not keeping up with the rate that North Melbourne has improved, and um, and I think I I have and and with the rate that Hawthorne are declining too. You know, I'm obviously marking these guys down and and up, but they still haven't met in the middle enough to to just you know to sort of explain uh that that gap that i've got them apart so um look i I think if i had to have a bet i'd be with the hawks just because that's what my numbers tell me but um but i i think i'm you know based on the last two weeks i've been i've gotten burnt by north melbourne i guess two weeks in a row um i I thought I, i i was pretty big on west coast and i was pretty big on on Fremantle and uh and they've both tapped me up, so I'd be potentially a little bit foolish uh, to uh, to absolutely pile in to the Hawks again and think that it's going to be different. But some people might say I'm foolish not to. Um, and uh, now's the wrong time to get off. You got to got to got to keep swinging. But um, but I think, guys, it's uh, it's time to get off the anti North uh, train. So uh, I'll uh, I'll jump off that one for now. I might um, jump in with a question for the modeler here. I know um, last year the model was very uh, pro pro West Coast, pro North as well. I think, and obviously for for a good chunk of the season, um, that wasn't wasn't a profitable strategy. Do you, when there are these you know huge swings in team lineups and and cohesiveness and whatever, and they're not playing anywhere near the level that the models rating them, do you um? change your staking pattern there at all or do you just write it out and uh yeah definitely I'd, I'd probably it's probably a bit early in the season for me to get too concerned but sort of once you get you know a couple of months probably not even a couple of months but you know six weeks so i've got a fair sort of picture in my head anyway which teams the you know the models are overrating or underrating on a consistent basis and sort of by that stage i'll start manually whether it's sort of staking down or just completely um you know, leaving the game alone, I'll, I'll sort of, yeah, go down that strategy, but probably not for another month or so for me anyway. Pope, are you back with us? Oh, it was such a warm night tonight. It's uh, mug, but I'm, I'm sweating profusely here right now. Uh, let's go to the next game. Uh, GWS v Carlson at Giant Stadium. 
Saturday twilight and mug the Giants are nine and a half point outsiders until 38. The Blues are a dollar 54 head to head. Yeah, and I, th- I think they'll get some important players back this week, the Giants as well. I- I've been a little bit on the anti-Carlton train and I'm probably still a little bit that way as well. Um, I think at the uh, 9.5, 10.5, um, I wouldn't say I'm keen on the Giants, but I would be preferring the Giants over Carlton at home. So um, no bet for me, but my side is probably the Giants. Okay, Modler. Yeah, I'm I'm the same here. I'm pretty much uh, I'm nowhere near having a bet on either of these teams. So yeah, I'm for for now at least I'm gonna leave this one alone. Are we three for three for no bets here, Stasmin? We are not. Uh, I'm gonna buck the trend. I I am not anti Carlson. I think they've played two pretty impressive games and their defense is looking very hard to score against and GWS through the midfield and forward line battling. Um Mug really not respecting my opinions today. I don't know if I'll get the invite back next week. There's some serious faces going on here. But uh, yeah, I, I personally uh, probably going to split my bets between uh, Carlson at the line, but also the GWS unders. Uh, I just really, I think they're holding up really well down back. And um, yeah, I, I don't see GWS being able to put up much of a score against them. Okay, that's a good show. Stick with you here. Moller to Balsam. Uh, sorry, with you, Statsman, to bowl some outswingers. Uh, intriguing one, Saints v Bombers, Saturday evening at the MCG. And Saints, uh, four and a half point favourites, dollar seventy. Bombers, two dollars ten. Yeah, no, uh, no shot offered for me here. I think it's again. I was sort of liking the Saints a little bit, but then steal out is probably what. Not, not at the price, mind you, but I just sort of wanted to be with them. But um, Jack steal out. It could just be the straw that breaks the camel's back. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll let that one through. Modler? Yeah, I've got a huge uh, lean on the Bombers here. With, yeah, as, as Statsman mentioned, Steel out. I've got Stringer and Wiedemann back in for the Bombers. Um, and that's, yeah, that's uh, having the model price them at $1.55 almost. So big swing against the 210 on top at the moment and uh, definitely keen to get involved at that edge. You share that view, Mug? Yeah, I actually mark Essendon with those. Well, I actually haven't even factored Stringer into my number. So I've got Essendon at minus two. So that probably goes to about minus four, maybe even minus minus five. Some people might think he's worth three, three points. I mean, I've spoken about Stringer's importance before. I guess it just probably depends a little bit on how fit he actually is. But uh, full fitness, he's definitely a three-point player, I feel. And um Right, yes, yeah, so I've got I've got a lean here on on the bombers. Not as keen, obviously, on the uh, four and a half as uh, I was uh, earlier. On the uh, there was some seven and a half uh, floating around, so I was happy to have a little bit of that. Uh, not a huge bet for me, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm on the bombers. Listeners, big views there from the mug and the modler for the bombers. Uh, modler, we'll let you open the batting here. Uh, the showdown Saturday night. Power doll 39, 15.5-point favourites, and the Crows 285 head-to-head. Yeah, got a slight lean to the Crows here at 270. So in the 285, it's probably, again, it's probably a half stake for me. Uh, for the power of Burton's obviously out, and I've plugged Boke in. Um, yeah, that's enough for me to, yeah, throw them out, at, uh, throw the Crows out, I should say, at 270. But, yeah, probably only a half stake for me there. I think we've lost the Pope again. So uh, that's man uh, on this one. 
Happy to jump in. Um, I yeah, I've got to lean Adelaide. I don't know how to play it yet. I'm thinking maybe a first quarter head to head or or even a margin. I think they're going to come out fired up for a showdown, and I think they're a young team with a lot of speed. And, and when their energy's up, they're looking really dangerous. They just don't seem to be able to sustain it. So to me, that might play out like they come out charging, and at some point, Port's experience overruns them. So I'm thinking maybe a first quarter or first half play there for for the Crows. Jeez, I find that interesting stats, man. I'm uh, I'm not all in, Modler, but um, I'm having a decent bet here on Port Adelaide uh, at the line. Opened up at 13 and a half, and um, I just think Port Adelaide are one of the more powerful-looking teams in the comp. I, I know they got smashed on the weekend, um, but um, I'm pretty happy with Port. And, and that I don't know if you noticed, that premiership number jumped back up to about 20 um, on, on the fair, and um, it's not there anymore. I can guarantee that. But... Um, but I, I think that was a, a really a really good number. I'm really keen on Port. I think I think they've got an, a, a really good side back at home. It's a home showdown for them too, which I think does make a difference. Um, you know, they get what forty odd thousand in there, and that effectively means thirty five of them will be for for Port Adelaide. So, well, maybe it's not that high. I don't know, but it it does make a difference. You get that one eyed crowd, and um, yeah, I, I I know Statsman's. Um, talking about Adelaide, that they can do it uh, because they've done it in patches. But um, we've also seen in two games that they've managed to get scored against heavily uh, in bursts. And um, and I think if anyone can score heavily against a team in bursts, it's a team like Port Adelaide. Uh, they've got so many smart, clever uh, forwards. Um, and I'm not putting Dixon into that clever bracket. Um, I'm talking more like Willie and Fantasia and those sorts of guys. Um, and... Um, and Fogarty out, I think, which is a big one for Adelaide as well. So, uh, you know, he's been a he's been a really consistent goal kicker. You know, probably one, two uh, a week. You know, probably for a good sort of twenty six weeks now, um, inclusive of last year. And um, yeah, I think they'll miss him a lot. So, keen on the port. Yeah, and no, I I don't uh, disagree with that. It's it's even one not not an area I'd normally play in, but where you consider a um you know like Adelaide to lead at quarter time, Port to cover the line, SGM or something similar. Um, I could see it going that way for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm keen at the first quarter at, at a decent price, hopefully. Yep. And uh, we've lost Pope, uh, guys. There's an interesting uh, interesting game happening. Um, uh, is that on the Saturday night for? Uh... Suns versus the Cats. Oh no, Sunday. It's, it's Sunday, yeah, Sunday lunchtime game. Yeah, one the early game, one ten, and um, it's going to be pretty hot up there. They think um, Suns uh, were pretty impressive against the Bombers there for you know really stayed with them for probably three and three and a bit quarters. Um, stats man, um, we've got the Suns there three dollars at home. Cats not really going just yet, and. Uh, I know there's been a lot. They play in the preseason a lot. Suns have sort of got a hold of them quite a few times over the years in the preseason. I don't know if you put much weight on that, but I don't know. Part of me thinks they might take some confidence into this game, knowing that they've uh, beaten the Cats a few times. Um, 16 and a half, the line, uh, $3, as I said, 139 back the other way. How do you see it? Um, Like... It's probably I've been on the I was on the Suns last week against the Bombers actually and um, yeah I, I just there's some players in that team that just pack it in um, I think Jack Lukosius got singled out I thought that was actually maybe a little bit stiff by um, Kingy for an effort but 
but they but there is that consistently um they're, they're, i don't know they just sort of drop their bundle and you can see once the team gets you know a, a little bit in front they can implode i think last year i was on the suns against the cats at home and they lost by 10 goals which which has scarred me um i have been anti cats around one and two um mm-hmm. and at home yeah like, there's no way i'm back in the minus but i just I don't know. There's, you know, you can see Jeremy Cameron just tearing them up and and them just imploding. So I'm probably I'm probably going to leave it. I think I'll be um, interested in the modelers number and how the um, how the keyboard tackles this one. Yeah, no, no bet for me in this one. I'm close to having a lean on the cats. I've got them at dollar forty, so into that dollar thirty nine. I think you mentioned it's close, but as it stands, no cigar. Yeah, no cigar. Um, no real player moving for me at this stage either. So. Probably a wait and see uh, when teams are out. Yeah, okay. And uh, for me, I, I, my numbers probably talk to a slight lean to the Cats, but um, I don't know. Up there, it's going to be hot. Cats not going great. 16 and a half is probably a bit too big for me uh, to be coming into into this game with the Cats the way they're going. And I think the Suns might find something this week. So uh, I'll be shouldering arms uh, to that one uh, as well. Uh, boys, we've got a big game um, on this Sunday, and I hope uh, you boys have got some betting action on this because I don't. But, um, but fellas, keen uh, to get your thoughts. Melbourne versus Swans, MCG, $1.75, the Demons, 210 the Swans, line uh, four and a half. Um, Statsman, can you find a bet here? I can. Uh, I like the Ds. I just I can't have Sydney rated higher than them. I know Sydney have had a, a decent run against them at the G, um, but they also got obliterated in the grand final. And I'm I'm not sure that I necessarily read enough into you know a two game sample to say that Sydney play them well at the G, or or whether that was just a couple of weeks of you know Melbourne being off, Sydney being on for whatever reason. So. Yeah, I've got a bet. Like, I think Grundy can fill in for Gorn reasonably well. It's a luxury not no other team has mm. that Max Gorn or your, your key ruckman goes down. You've got a Brody Grundy ready to go. So um, it shouldn't hurt them as much as it might. And, uh, yeah, I like the Ds in this one. Yeah, excellent. Okay, well, there's one for the listeners. The Statsman's quite keen on the Ds. Modler, do you line up with Statsman here? Um, right on the fence with the Ds. I've got them. The model's got them at $1.70, so mm. right, on the, uh, right on the market at Toppy at the moment. Um, yeah, obviously Gorn is out and I've plugged May in. Uh, Buddy likely to come back to the Swans as well. So depending on how all that plays out, there could be a, uh, an angle on the Ds, but as it stands, uh, no bet for me. If Buddy Buddy comes in, there's an angle for the Ds maybe? He's, yeah. uh, he's past yeah. it, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, boys. And uh, last game, uh, it's a big one over in the West. We're probably not too uh, that much interested in it uh, ourselves over here, but they will be all about it. 5.20. Uh, it's not a bad time slot, though, I must say, for us to tune in. Um, that's man. Dockers here, again, uh, pretty short. $1.44, uh, 13.5 the line versus um, a new refreshed-looking Eagles, 280. Um, can you find one? No shot off it here for me either. I am not. I don't know what to make of Freo, and I still don't know what to make of West Coast, so uh, I'm happy to just watch this one. And uh, Statsman, while, while we're on that uh, topic, can you find, you know, Freo are marking and kicking the ball a lot. Is there any, uh, can you find a, a, a prop angle here on Freo? Is there something that you're, I know you, for the listeners, Statsman's been running a props model. Um, is there something that your models may be tuned into or, or that you're, that you can sort of talk to there? Um, to be honest, 
not nothing I've picked up. Um, the model is is it sort of looks at you know too <laughs> too much data to to have picked up on anything within two games. It'll start adjusting a bit later on. So anything it's currently doing is going to be more skewed to what happened last year than than this year. Yeah. Okay. Fair fair enough. Uh, Modler, can you find an angle here yourself? No, again, I'm right on the market with Freo. I've, uh, I read that Fife's a chance to come back in. Um, so if he does, that's probably enough for, for me to swing uh, a bet Freo's way. But, um, yeah, I'll wait and see what happens with Fife before I get too excited. And, uh, boys, my number again is a bit, bit like, you know, this uh, – I think I've got this um, bizarro world happening now with Freo, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, where – my number for I, I think I marked this game at what I had I had a 21 for Freo. So, like I said before in North Melbourne, you know, I've bought my ratings in a, a, a little bit, but they're still not correcting to a point um, that's anywhere near the market. Um, but do I have the confidence to back Freo as a 21 uh, point, uh, sorry, as a, as a 13 and a half point winner after what we saw in the weekend? Uh, the answer is no. So uh, I won't be having a bet there. So I'll just shoulder arms. And I, and you know what will happen this week? Hawthorne will win and uh, Freo will smash someone. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's the way it goes. I think uh, the Pope is having all sorts of trouble. So uh, we, we might have to uh, we might have to just press on and uh, we'll get your set, Modler, uh, in the NRL. And, um, and hopefully the Pope can be back in time. If not, he might just have to uh, message his set through uh, so we can talk to it. Uh, but mother, we'll flip over and uh, and talk some NRL. Uh, let's get over there. If I can just find the uh, rugby league section, rugby league. Um, here we go. Round five already in the NRL. And uh, mother, first game, Sydney Roosters, uh, uh, big game versus the Eels. Roosters, pretty strong favorite, $1.52 versus $2.55. Uh, Eels, didn't the Eels just beat the... Uh, the uh, reigning premier there uh, last week, and, uh, and they're a five and a half point outsider. That seems a bit odd to me, but you tell me, Modler, uh, where's the uh, model going? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's still liking um, the Eels, so I think it's probably been on them uh, every week, if not at least most weeks this year. I think they they lost their first three games by four points each time, and yeah, obviously beats the Panthers in Golden Point last week. Um, it's rating them two thirty at the moment. Uh, and so into the 255, definitely keen to get involved. I think that's come in a little bit since teams came out as well. So a bit of money on the Eels already this yeah. afternoon. Good. And uh, Pope, I think you've joined us. Are you there, Pope? I have. Four <laughs> on back, Mark. <laughs> All right, good, mate. We're talking roosters. We're talking eels. How do you see it? I've got it on the number, more or less. Yep. To be honest, uh, another another week worth of wait for that answer, isn't it, Mug? But <laughs> Paulo's a big out for Para. He's yep. um, they rely so heavily on him and Campbell Gillard for their go forward deals that that's a that's a big loss. I, otherwise, I probably would like them, but um, there's a big caveat with him out, so I'll, I'll stick clear of this one. Yep. Okay. Next game, boys. Friday night, Canberra Raiders Penrith uh, Raiders here four dollars and. Um, Gee, four dollars at home seems big. Penrith, a dollar twenty-five coming off the loss, uh, and we got twelve and a half there. Pope, how do you see this one? I'd like to be with Penrith if anything here. Mug Whiten out's a big loss for them. He's been suspended, so and he's he's a real market mover. He'd be worth three or four points probably. Yeah, right. I still got it probably at 13, 14. But you're right, Canberra back at home are a bit of a different team. They've been 
putrid away three games and they beat the Sharks at home in their only win of the season. So they probably lift a little bit here, but Penrith on the other side, like they're struggling to score points. So again, it's probably one I'm steering clear on. Um, I don't really have an educated position here. Okay. And uh, Modler? Yeah, going to carry over from the AFL here. I'm um, right on the right on the market with Penrith. I got them at dollar twenty six, so uh, no bet for me into the dollar twenty five at the moment. Okay, boys. Um, the second game on the Friday night is South Sydney hosting the Storm. Our Storm, a uh, dollar fifty four. The Rabbitohs two fifty. The Storm, and we've got uh, four and a half points either side. What are we? Uh, what are we after there, Modler? Yeah, again, I'm going to uh, shoulder arms for this one. I've got South at dollar sixty three and uh, Storm about two sixty. So no play for me uh, at the moment on that one. Pope. Yeah, I've, I've marked this about three and a half ish mug. So I could find a slight bit for Storm at the line, but throw that out the window and we'll just back Storm head to head head head, head to head here. It's um, I think it's going to be pretty tight in the two fifty. I think on face value, it's one of those that just take the outsider at the biggest price here. I think they'll be right in this game. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, Saturday football, Manly uh, hosting your Knights, Modler. Now, this is at Glen Willow Oval in Mudgee. So uh, a rural game. Um, so I don't know if that's, uh, if the the Eagles have a big following out in Mudgee, do they? Is that, uh, I wouldn't have thought, uh, I have thought so. I, I, I think it just helps their um, coffers. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Um, so, Still very short here, uh, Manly. $1.19, perhaps the form team of the competition, uh, but they're coming up against a a form team in the Knights as well. $4.75, the Knights, 13.5, the line. What do we see, Modler? Yeah, no surprises. The model's going to stick with the Knights here. They finally um, looked convincing on the weekend against the Raiders. Uh, So it's priced them about $3.25 here into the $4.75. Definitely bet for me. I'd be obviously having a bit more on the line than the head-to-head, probably uh, in the order of uh, 75-25 maybe, that kind of split. Um, But, yeah, definitely keen to get involved in the Knights again. And yourself, Pope? Regardless of how aggressive I am with ratings, I can't get this to double figures. This is a bet for Newcastle here. The one bit of trepidation I do have is a day game with Turbo involved. That suits Manly right down to the ground, but I can't get near 13 and a half. I'm with the Knights. Excellent. And, uh, and Modler, in terms of your model, what do you punch in there when it comes to home ground advantage? Do you just uh, neutralise that or do you have a slight lean to Manly there or how do you do that? Effectively, because they're both you know, New South Wales teams and both have to do a bit of travel there. There's no advantage for one team over the other, really. Yep. Okay. Um, all righty. And uh, next game, boys, we've got... We're going through them tonight. Uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the Dolphins. Dolphins lost on the weekend, but they're still very, very competitive. Um, Pope, how do you see this one? Really tricky, Margaret. On face value, I think you, you Dolphins have been a bit of a juicy bet here, but they have lost their halfback for the best part of the season. And I did say early on that if Dolphins have injuries, they're in a bit of trouble and they're, they're starting to get a few. They do get Marshall King back. But I, I do worry about how they're going to fare when they've lost some of these key players in key positions. On the other side, Dragons are a bit of a basket case. Their coach has been told to 
reapply for his job. That always bodes well. So that, that can be a positive for morale. Overall, I think I'll steer clear here because I've probably made Dragons a slight bet, but the factors that you can't quantify worry me a little bit. Okay. And, uh, and, and Molly, just to go back on those prices, it was $1.77 St. Uh, St. George Illawarra, two oh five the Dolphins, and uh, a flat to the line with a bit of juice. Um, what does the model make of this? Yeah, similar to uh, similar to the Pope. I've got a slight edge to uh, the Dragons at $1.71. Um, I think that they the probably drifted a little bit this afternoon. They were $1.74 earlier, so... Maybe enough for a half stake into the dollar seventy seven, but nothing to get terribly excited about. Okay, next one, uh, and I think I know where the Pope is going to go uh, with this one, but uh, he can tell us. Brisbane Broncos a dollar fifteen versus the Tigers five fifty. Broncos fifteen and a half the line. West Tigers fifteen and a half the other way. Of course, both the just the flat dollar ninety. Um, Pope, what do we got here? I've got this about the mark, maybe 16. I don't have it as enough. I thought you were just going to say, boys, just this could be anything, 30 plus, 40 plus, just the Broncos will smash them. Yeah, well, on, on that theme, the one I, the bet I do like is probably over 43 and a half. Margot, Suncorp's been free-flowing games for the most part this year, even, even though the Dolphins game last week didn't have many points. The Broncos left a few on the table, so... I do think the 43 and a half is has more upside. The not the one bit that you might worry about is where Tigers are scoring points from. But I think I think there might be a bit of a letdown here for the Broncos. They've been up for a month. They've just come off that massive game against the Dolphins. Yep. 53,000. I think Tigers can score some and I think Broncos are good enough to also still mean a score. So over 43 and a half for me here on a dry Brisbane night. Like it. Uh, and uh, for yourself, Modler? Yeah, I'm rating the Tigers a $4 chance here. So decent enough edge into that uh, 550-ish available there. Um, wouldn't be going huge on it and and probably more on the, again, more on the line than the head-to-head, but keen to get involved on the Tigers at that, at that edge. Yeah, okay, nice. And um, and second last game, boys, uh, Cronulla versus uh, New Zealand. $1.30 here. Uh, three fifty might be disrespectful uh, to the Warriors. Uh, ten and a half the line, but I'll let the experts tell me. Um, Mod, they'll stick with you. Um, can you find one here? Yeah, the model's pretty much potted in the Warriors every week this year, and what are they three and one at the moment? So it hasn't gone too too well in that aspect, but it's going to put them again here. It's got Cronulla at a dollar twenty, so uh, yeah. yeah, into the dollar thirty. Uh, probably be more interested in the in the margin type bets and, and, the, and the line at that price point, but um, yeah, still going to put Warriors for, for the time being at least. Yeah, okay. And uh, and for yourself, Pope? I'm opposing the modeler here, Mug. The Warriors have conceded 20, sorry, 12 points, 20, 12, 14. They're getting something right over there this year in the Andrew Webster-led um, defensive effort at least. So 10 and a half seems like a lot for me. The, the one element, oh, they do a down performance, but They've had a good month. So them with 10 and a half start is enough for me to be on board. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Pope. So the boys are not quite seeing eye to eye there. And uh, the last game of the round is the Canterbury Bulldogs hosting the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, this is out at the big stadium. Um, pretty much the pick there. We got $1.85, uh, the dogs and $1.95. Uh, the disappointing Cowboys, you might say, Pope. Yeah. Yeah. Right in saying that. Mug and looks a bit odd, doesn't it? Cowboys, uh, sorry, 
Bulldogs favourites in this game, but mm. the Cowboys are missing drink water and nanite, two big players for them. So I've got this basically picked. So maybe the slightest of edges to the Cowboys, and there's maybe some upside there that you think they're due to come good. But score one flat at them last week, so they're not going well at all. Dogs are struggling to score points, so this is about the right price. Yep. And uh, and Modler, um, anything for you, mate? I'm a little bit the other way. I've got Canterbury at a dollar eighty, so into the dollar eighty-five. Probably not even enough for a half stake for me, but um, yeah, I'll wait and see what happens with prices as the as the week goes on. Yeah. Okay. So, boys, just to recap that, I think we only really got some consensus there on the Knights, did we? Yeah. Pope. Pope. Yeah. Some consensus there. I think that was about the only place uh, we actually got it. So the listeners will need to just draw back and decide uh, if you're with the modeler or the Pope. Both the boys have been going really well uh, so far to start the NRL season. I'd say the model's running pretty hot, modeler. It is, yeah. It's, it's doing about 40% this year, I think, so far. So it's- 40%? Nicely, yeah. yeah, wow, that's uh, that, that's big numbers. So, uh, so maybe let's just go back and uh, have a listen to uh, to what the the mothers had to say there. And I think in the AFL, uh, we're probably a bit conflicted um, with most of our views as well. Either I like something, but Statsman didn't, or Modler didn't like something. I think the only thing we probably agreed on was the Western Bulldogs line is too high at the moment, and uh, but neither of us uh, were actually that keen to. Uh, to press the button um, just having a look through. I think myself and mother lined up on the bombers, uh, but that was not quite with stats, man. I, I don't think uh, I, I'm, I'm I, yeah, I don't mind it to be honest. I didn't know Stringer was back in either. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be on the saints. Um, okay. So maybe, maybe there's a little bit of consensus around not betting on, on, uh, on Brisbane at that price. And, uh, and perhaps on the on the bombers there for uh, for the listeners, and I think that was about it. So sorry, listeners, we didn't uh, line up too much, but you'll have to decide who you're going to follow this weekend and, and take it from there. All that being said, boys, that's been a big show for us. Pope's had an awful amount of trouble. Uh, he's been in and out the whole time. Uh, the modeler's been fantastic, running at 40%, I might just add, and uh, Statsman, fantastic to have you with us, mate. Thanks for joining us uh, finally. Statsman, with all that being said, can you sign us off? I can. Uh, I, I always get this duty, and, and this is why it's so long between drinks. But um, for all the listeners out there, please remember to gamble responsibly, but most importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>